0: star wars 7x7 episode 778 today it's another clone wars briefing episode and we've got bounty hunters on tap for you this is season 2 episode 17 of the clone wars cartoon series and we are going to share a few fun facts with you to impress your friends with punch it chewy feel a disturbance in the force it's star wars 7x7 your daily seven minute podcast with your host alan boybod Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and here is the deal with Bounty Hunters. So you've probably heard of the Japanese filmmaker Akira Kurosawa. He is the guy who served as one of the inspirations to George Lucas for the original Star Wars, uh, Kurosawa's movie The Hidden Fortress, specifically in this instance. So the Bounty Hunters episode actually has a title screen right up front that says it is in honor of Kurosawa, And in the specific instance that we're dealing with here, this Bounty Hunters episode, it's actually referencing his movie The Seven Samurai. And if you haven't seen that, and personally I haven't, so don't worry, you're in good company, then you may be familiar with the American version of it, which is The Magnificent Seven. Both of those movies involve farmers being protected by bandits, and they're being protected in the Japanese movie by a group of disgraced samurai, or ronin, if you will. And in the American remake, they're being protected by gunmen. Now, of course, there is also a new Magnificent Seven version being made this year, actually, and it's gunmen protecting townspeople from a ruthless industrialist so you can see how time marches on and for the Clone Wars episode they actually kind of mix up sort of the Japanese and the American originals in a way because you've got the samurai in the Jedi and you've got the gunmen in four bounty hunters that have been hired by the villagers of this little place on Felucia to protect their crops from a group of bandits that turns out to be led by Hondo Onaka and we've seen Honda before in The Clone Wars. He actually got the drop on Obi-Wan and Anakin and Count Dooku, for that matter, and had them all chained together in a buddy comedy that was probably not so funny for Count Dooku. And the Planet Felucia that we see here, actually, we see also in the live-action movies as well. It's only seen very briefly, though, in Revenge of the Sith. It's the planet where the Jedi Aayla Secura is killed during the Order 66 wipeout. And yeah, maybe spoiling things a little bit, but if you've seen the season three trailer for Rebels, you know that Hondo Anaka is alive and well and kicking around the galaxy. And so he's definitely going to survive this exchange. And this all goes down because there are medical stations throughout the galaxy that are being attacked by Separatists and Ahsoka and Anakin and Obi-Wan go to investigate one by Felucia and get attacked by vulture droids and shot down and end up with these villagers on Felucia and the bounty hunters and they initially don't want to help because they think that the longer they stay on Felucia General Grievous is going to show up and cause problems for the villagers but they end up having to stay because they can't get off planet otherwise the bounty hunters won't take them they are hired to defend the village and ultimately they end up training the villagers and this ends up becoming sort of a uh, i guess a dark mirror in a way to another clone wars episode from a previous season in that episode there was a species that was totally pacifist and would not fight no matter who was coming onto their planet even though the separatists showed up to test a weapon that would destroy all organic matter but leave buildings and droids intact And not only could those villagers not defend themselves, but their leader and a lot of their population didn't even want to defend themselves. They just said, hey, if this is our fate, then this is our fate, and left it at that. But of course, there was a subsection of them that even though they were dedicated to nonviolence and trying not to kill, they still managed to capture some of the folks that were trying to attack them without injuring them too terribly. But in this case, a lot of the Felucian villagers and farmers actually take to the training that Obi-Wan and Anakin and Ahsoka are giving them. And they end up killing a lot of the bandits that come to raid the village. And in the end, it comes down to a swindle, as it usually does. Hondo ends up dangling off the edge of a cliff and says to Anakin, ''Hey, if you rescue me, I'll call off the attack.'' And so Anakin does the wrong thing, as usual, and pulls him up, and it turns out that Hondo's little monkey lizard creature, yeah, it's actually a Kowakian monkey lizard, the salacious crumb type of creature, gets behind the controls of a tank and fires a tank blast at Anakin, driving Anakin away, and Hondo ends up escaping and says, this venture is no longer profitable, and takes off in his crazy 1950s flying saucer. And speaking of crazy 1950s flying saucers, i got to say that now that I've watched a couple of seasons of The Clone Wars, I'm starting to see a resemblance to The X-Files in terms of the series itself. And if you're not familiar with The X-Files, well... Let me try and break it down this way. Of course, it was about two FBI agents investigating paranormal activity. And there was a series of episodes and a series of events and storylines that wove throughout the nine seasons and then, of course, the recent sort of tenth season, not really a season, the six-episode miniseries, basically, that came out not too long ago that were referred to as sort of the mythology episodes. And the mythology episodes were the ones where Fox Mulder and Dana Scully the two main characters were investigating the conspiracy in the United States to cover up the truth about UFOs landing in America and the world presumably but you know of course it was only focused on America and in between those episodes there were ones where they were investigating just random freak showy kind of things and it had a great mix of of the two personally I always enjoyed the mythology episodes a lot more and I got to say Generally speaking, with the Clone Wars, I enjoy the ones that tie into the greater conflict in the galaxy a lot more. You know, these episodes, like Bounty Hunters, are more like those little freak show episodes in the X Files ones, the ones that give you a break from the whole mythology situation. And they're good for character development, they're good to get a few laughs in, they're good ultimately, I guess, to cleanse the palate and to allow you to kind of absorb some of the bigger story and have a little time to reflect on it, I guess, while you have these in-between episodes that touch on the greater conflict, but then get into a little more deeper and more human issues, if you will, even though, of course, that would be speciest, considering how many different species are being addressed in the Clone Wars, but I digress. Anyway, I'm starting to appreciate episodes like this a bit more than I had, and I'm not getting as, you know, anxious or eager, as it were, to get back into the, hey, tell me the story of how the whole Clone Wars are developing, and what's going on with Dooku, and what's going on with Grievous and all of that. I've become a little bit more patient with the series as a result of this and so I'd love to know what your thoughts are on that subject as you were watching the Clone Wars series did episodes like this one kind of sidetrack you and make you impatient for the next episode or were these like sort of a welcome break from the overall story of the Clone Wars itself so let me know your thoughts at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at (laughs) sw7x7.com All right, I've got a trivia question here for you. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Last time we asked you how many times Kylo Ren stops to pound on his laser blast wound, and that's twice. And I'm not talking about him sending going pound, 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 and that being five or six. I'm talking about that being one instance. He actually has two situations where he pounds on his laser blast wound multiple times. Today's question, how many lightsaber blows does Finn land on Kylo Ren? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go visit the Clone Factory, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe. It's Destiny Unleashed.